What does it really mean to be wise? What does it really mean to know something? This is where I'm unlearning the ideas of wisdom that I've had and I'm becoming aware of things anew. Uh, And so, really this is about ignorance. This is about us pretending to know something when we don't or us thinking we know something when we don't. Um, so really what is a wise person to me is a wise person is a person who knows that he doesn't know in fact I, I would say the more that I really become willing to unlearn shit is a wise person is a person who is willing to unlearn what he thinks he knows if it's wrong if it's incorrect if it overcomplicates things. You know, the we make things more complicated than they really need to be, than they really uh than they really have to be. Part of that has to do with survival, part of it also has to do with this sort of grind culture that we have in society where we have to go, 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 get everything done. We have to, we have to rush everywhere and this kind of thing. Um, and so, unlearning wisdom, unlearning what a wise person is, unlearning all of this has gotten me to this question of does a person actually know what he thinks he knows? See, the thing that's freaky about the mind and how it works is that if you're using your mind to know something, I mean, it's it's useful, don't get me wrong. It's, it's not unimportant. And it can help you to uh, specify. But if you're overly using your mind and your mind is most of what you're doing when you're, when you're knowing something, you're not knowing a thing at all. You're just theorizing on the thing at that point. That's really what I've come to understand. You're not actually knowing what's happening. The mind can be useful and it can help you to interpret data, but you need, what you really need is data and experience. If you have none of that, you don't know the thing that you're looking at. Um, the other part of this as well that I find is really interesting that I really come to understand is this question of spirituality. Are you a spiritual seeker or a spiritual doer? Um, now this is uh, a bit controversial, I'm sure, but what I mean by this is you could seek spirituality. You can be do, looking at all these different books and all these different ways in which you can become spiritually enlightened or whatever it is that you're looking for. Or you can do things spiritually. You can meditate. You can practice self-compassion, compassion for others, things like this. You know, Mita, um, which is 
loving compassion, loving compassion, I don't know what that was, I was trying to say, loving compassion, that's a Buddhism meditation, um, One works, one doesn't work. Now, you can seek and do, don't get me wrong, but the the seeking itself, there's a point where you you seek long enough where you, you honestly are wasting your time in some ways. Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't seek spiritually if that's what you're doing in life. There's there's something wrong with that necessarily, especially if you don't know what you're doing, especially if you don't know any like spiritual truths or anything like this. But even if you don't, sometimes the answer is just to do, like stop thinking about it, stop talking about it, and just do. Do what you're saying you're, you're going to do. Do what these books tell you to do. Things like this. And. Not just do those things once, but like do them over and over and over again. Make them a practice. Make them something that becomes a habit so that you learn over time like, oh, this does work. This is why. This is how. This kind of thing. And your, your knowing doesn't come from your mind and your thoughts. Although your thoughts just say those things, but your knowing comes from awareness. comes from experiencing that. Information. I said, "There's a there's a point where knowledge, mental knowledge, becomes almost useless, and that's when the mental knowledge really serves no purpose." Um, you know, I used to read a lot of books. I still read a lot of books, don't get me wrong, but I used to read a lot of books, right? And I would read and I would look at a lot of knowledge. And it, it it's very interesting information. There's very interesting knowledge and this kind of thing. But there's a point where you reach a sort of a law of diminishing returns where no matter how much more that you're reading per day, no matter how much more that you're reading without getting experience on whatever it is you're reading or whatever it is, where you start to encounter, you know, what I would call the law of diminishing returns, where your knowledge is no longer as useful, is no longer as uh, efficient, I would say. And so you would be you become oversaturated with information. It's kind of like what the news is to me, honestly. Like I look at what the news is like in a lot of ways. A lot of it is just very like out of context information. Like oh, this happened here, this happened there, this violence here, this violence there, this violence there, this kind of thing. And a lot of it is is very much just like out of the blue. It's random. It's like what what is happening here. And it's no wonder why when people watch the news, they become very confused. They become very uncertain about life. It's because they're not given any kind of like way to digest that knowledge, that information. 
experientially with awareness. And so, if you are a person who seeks knowledge and you look for a lot of knowledge, there, there's nothing wrong with that. I do, I still do that. But I learned to wait to see how I can digest this knowledge. You can almost think of your, 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 knowledge, your, your knowledge in like several steps. Right? The first step is like absorbing the knowledge. You take the knowledge in. The second step is you... You might think about the knowledge. Third step is then you wait. Then you go through experiences. Then you digest the knowledge. Then you learn about the knowledge. Now the knowledge is given to you in bite-sized pieces of wisdom nuggets that you can use. Um, where now that knowledge is something that you can look to if that was, if that's what you want to do. Or you can throw it away if it's no longer useful. But it's still there if you want to go back to it read summaries on it or whatever it is. But that knowledge needs time. It needs time to digest. And the more knowledge that you're given, especially if it's random knowledge without any context or any like reasoning behind it and things like this, the more difficult it is for you to make sense of it. Which is what I mean by digest. Make sense of it. Um, your knowledge without any sense is senselessness. That's what people call violence, senseless violence, right? And the reason why they call it senseless violence is because they don't know the reason why violence is happening. They don't see the reason on the news. There is no reason given. There's no context given of why this violence is happening. Is violence increasing, decreasing, things like this. There is just the information. Oh, this violence is happening here. This problem in the world is happening here. Ukraine is getting invaded, things like this. No explanations, no reasons why. Um, just a lot of opinions, a lot of guesses and possible answers, things like this. So, do you know something? Or are you just mentalizing it? And the way that you know that you know something is, can you actualize this thing? Can you put this into actionable steps that you can take or some kind of Experience, and you could say, "Oh, this has this is how you do this. This is why this kind of thing, whatever it is." If you aren't able to do that, is your knowledge useful? Is it effective? Even spiritual knowledge, sometimes especially spiritual knowledge, 
Because some spirituality, some spirituality can get very, uh, I don't want to use the word naive because hey, I, I don't want to make this into a critical episode, but in some ways that's what it reminds me of. It's very naive in, in the way that it looks at the world. It's very childlike. And in one way that's amazing, but in another way that causes that could cause you a lot of problems if you digest that knowledge and you put that into action for yourself. But knowledge is only useful if it is actionable. If it is something that you can not even to say actionable is in like you have to do something about this knowledge. Like this is how you do this, this is how you do this. I mean that's important too, but also actionable in like a mental or emotional sense. Like this is useful information because it helps me to understand myself emotionally, mentally, whatever it is. The, the sequence could be stated as as follows as far as getting knowledge and understanding of this. Ex, uh, absorption, digestion, action. Or you could use the word practicality too, actually, because that would be a useful word for this. And so, if I were to ask you a question about your knowledge, your your belief systems, whatever it is, and we talk about it, but then at the end of the day, I go, I ask you one question, one very important question. What are some practical, actionable steps that I could take to that is something that works because of this particular knowledge. You might think hard, you might realize one day, oh, there is no practical actionable steps, they're just, it's just knowledge. It's just information, it's just more information for your body and mind to digest without any uses. They they use this phrase, right, garbage, garbage in, garbage out, when they're talking about computers. I think it's true for us as well when it comes to our own minds. If you have knowledge that is not useful or if it's not the right kind of knowledge or not, not enough knowledge, whatever it is, <clears throat> You're going to be impractical as a person. You're going to be overcomplicating things as a person. Things like this. Nothing wrong with that, but it's just something to become aware of. So, anyways, hope you enjoyed this episode, and I'll talk to you in the next one.